Hey guys, before the start of today's episode, we've got two quick requests. Can we please ask that you subscribe and share the podcast to get the word out? We'd really, really appreciate it. So whether you're on Spotify, Podbean or Apple, just get the word out there and give us some feedback. All right, we're online. Welcome to Flip King's podcast. Because <laughs> that's uh, all our conversations have turned into. Yes. Anyway, so episode five, Growlanters. We have a special guest from Sydney. Flew all the way here for uh, the episode. Roger. How you doing, everyone? Welcome. Um, we will start with a monologue later, in case you're nervous. <laughs> um, anyway, Mike, back. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. <laughs> He's wearing both his shoes, that's good. And Ben. Hello. Hello. Hello, everybody. Ben? <laughs> Very well. Very well. Good. Two and a half weeks since we caught up. Um, what have you been up to? Flip Kings, anything else? <coughs> oh, any purchases? <laughs> Nothing talk to me about that. No. So, tell us what you lost. Oh, I lost I lost a, a 79 Deimos Shogun Warrior that was just a fraction out of budget, you know, the $20, but let's, let's call it... Let's <laughs> you would have still it. bought it. <laughs> I would have still bought it. Still have bought it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, uh, the lady who had it obviously didn't know what it was worth. Because, you know, your average Shogun Warrior is going to be... I checked it, man. Yeah, two, three hundred yeah. bucks, four hundred yeah. bucks. Out of the box, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this out of the box, a loose Deimos. Yeah. Uh, the last one sold for eight hundred US. Yeah. So that was that would have been a nice little turn that. But um, yes, the uh, the perils of driving a long way yeah. across country. Look, obeying the law was probably yeah. you. You still win. You win that life. Mm-hmm. But you lost the. Ah, oh, but I tell you what, it's not the wind out of my sails. You know when you, <laughs> something's there, you just, yeah. just about get it. And then so you, you actually sent her a message saying, "I'll take it." And no, then no, it's just like too late. No, it was like, is it still available? Which is okay. your first yeah. little, little, you know, the auto message, yeah. Yep. And um, and then I get, I hear the phone going off, yeah, you know, like the return message, and then it's yes, it is. I'm like, oh, sweet, absolutely, okay, I'll grab it then. Thank you, you know. <laughs> um, and then you know, you, you can tell when someone's read the messages or not on message. Yeah, yeah. We're dealing with uh, marketplace here. By the yeah. Um, so Facebook marketplace. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and then just a, a bit of radio silence, and then uh, yeah, you know, and when you get desperate, yes, I'll take it. And then the next message is yes, just let me know where I can put the money. <laughs> you know, uh, like I want to get to the money <laughs> as soon as possible. And then uh, anything will do. Which currency? Uh, you know, which currency? Yes, yeah, all that type yeah. of stuff. And then, yeah. and then the finally was uh, yeah, got a message back. You know, someone just pipped you to it. My fuck. Anyway. Yeah. So no, no actual wins. Just one no, big loss. No, one big loss. Yeah. yeah. So good way to start the okay. year. But um, you know, I think I think I'm looking for that. Maybe I need to adjust my thinking because I'm thinking the first thing I need to do is like really nail the first one. Yeah. But maybe it's just like it's this yeah. accumulation and yeah. and having the stuff ready to go when it's around. Yeah. Because yeah. It seems to be like the Murphy's law of buying anything. A, it's always going to be in like Druin or something like that. Yeah. As far as weight as you can get from your yeah. house. Um, and the second is, and it's the grandmother on Facebook. <clears throat> yeah, you yeah. you you buy something, and then like five minutes later, you see that killer deal that just blows it out of the water. You know. Yeah. Um, anyway. But you um, also know that you're going to get a good deal on Facebook Marketplace when it is that grandparent that has the 
the profile picture of a selfie that little bit too close to their face and yeah. they're looking down at the screen and not at the camera yeah, right there, yeah, yeah. you know that you can knock and about, you know, the photo, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know that you can knock about $20 off whatever they're asking yeah. for. Yeah. Because I got the message back and I'm like, damn, man, I would have, you know, probably paid over what you asked. Yeah. And then she says, no, sorry, he's, he's coming to get it now. Yeah. Um, and I resisted the urge because it's just being an ass. Yeah. If I send her a screenshot of the last one sold on eBay yeah, for yeah. like, you know, yeah. that money. That's yeah. just, that's cruel. Just want to rub it in. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. It's just, no then, that's fine. That's anyway, fine. That's that was fine. my, that was my start to the year anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yourself, Mike? Uh, look, I think I may have something like in the works. Oh, for I Flip could, Kings? Yeah, for okay. Flip Kings. Uh, the thing that I've found though is like, I've been looking at stuff I've been bidding on stuff. It's gone over the twenty dollars, and I'm going. Oh, I've got to give up. But it's like, hold on, no, like I can have that. You can still have it. There's no limit. Your, but, your like, life is not ruled by yeah, things. I'm like, I can still buy this. It's no, like, no, bring it here. We break it. <laughs> so I mean, like, it's hard to keep like both in mind, where like I can buy it for myself and not worry about yeah. Flip Kings yeah. like, that as well. But. Yeah. You know, I've actually missed on a couple of things because I'm like, no, over $20, that's yeah. it, that's done. Yeah. Um, yeah. I must say, um, from my perspective, um, Flip Kings aside, I, I I think you catch, this time of year especially, you catch Americans napping because they're all out on the person celebrating New Year's and shit like that. And um, you get bargains if you spend enough screen time on online. Um, so I was happy to get my first Flip Kings book in Australia, um, locally, drove to pick it up mm. and sold it. Sold a three dollar book for twenty, so I'm up to thirty seven. And now I bought a lot in America for twenty US, which is thirty six. Yeah. <laughs> and I've just got to have the patience for it to come. Yeah, right. Um, but there's some really good things in there. It's only four books, but I'm confident that that'll, that'll uh, bring my you, next one. You know, in case of emergency break glass, this is the same lot. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So what is hiding? What is it? Is it a sheet or is it a book? You just don't read it, do you? <laughs> um, yeah, so no, that was something else. Sorry, that's not it. That's that was no, no that was just something that I bought. Like I said, um, there were a few things in America over the yeah. past month that I that I really got lucky on. Um, this was Silver Surfer framed and it looks like near mint. Yeah. So that was 25 bucks. So I think it is that anyway. Yeah. 25 US. Um, and then, yeah, locally. I got the Snake Mountain that you got me yeah. into. Yeah. That was a great buy. Um, I haven't picked it up yet, but my friend did. Yeah. Uh, I look forward to actually having it next to the Castle Grayskull. I might yeah. take Castle Grayskull out of the cabinet, yes. unfold it, <laughs> and just put Snake Mountain next to it and be like, fight! Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and then obviously this lot has been, been, been lots of fun. So, oh, nice, nice pickup <laughs> distraction from my Saturday. <laughs> like, I'm wondering if my Flip Kings will come from this. Maybe my will as well. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, we're looking at about 700 comics from the 70s, maybe early 80s. Um, so, yeah, it's fun. I look forward to selling it and filling my holes, my ca- not my holes. Okay. Yeah, my yeah, collection. Yeah, yeah. I'll You're filling your holes. <laughs> I'll be filling my holes with comics. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Rhodes, what have you been buying, man? Anything? Uh, well, I, I know, I know, I know about the suits of nine point eight yellow label. That's not going to be Flip Kings. No, it's not going to be Flip Kings. No, I didn't understand what it was at first, but I think when you guys have it again next yeah. time, I will participate. But it's the eleventh. You've got three hundred and fifty days to go. <laughs> mm. You can still join. Some people yeah. are still looking for their first one. So that's me. Well, that's that's me. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're not um, behind. <laughs> <laughs> you're in front. I you went to a store this year. I haven't 
really bought that much until yeah. one well, international comic store that I yeah, yeah. usually buy off and they were like hey look I got a Tyler Kirk and like full commission like yeah. 9.8 yeah. and I was like oh you know how much is it roughly and it was like converted around about 850 yeah. Australian dollars yeah you should, show, like, you should show Ben the photo oh, well, definitely. Slow, and then um, I was like oh nah you know it's too close for me to they wanted to pay half the deposit and then the rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I had so many stuff going on. And then um, I think just after Christmas or something like that, they were like, you know what? No, we can do a deal for you. And um, I bought it. But um, I'm not going to go into full detail. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Buck, so oh, I'm going to yeah, try yeah. and like um, save as much money and get it all done. And like, yeah. I'll post it in the grills. But yeah. it's sick. you've seen it. I've it's seen amazing. it. Yes. I've seen it. It's bloody amazing. Yeah. Bloody amazing. No, that's good, man. So it's been a busy 10 days, 11 days. I still think there's a, a lot of opportunity on eBay. I missed out on one on eBay purely because I was probably, I would say I was greedy, but I was over curious. The guy was selling 40 comics. Hmm. I could see um, Tales of Suspense 41, first third appearance of um, Iron Man. So it's Silver Age. So hmm. I knew it was old school. And he had, had two photos, one with a pile and one with a comic on the side, and they were all old. And I was like, Oh, can you send me the photos of the other ones? And because of my eBay profile being Australia, but I've got an American postal address, he's like, oh, I don't ship to Australia. I don't know eBay well enough yet. Hmm. And then I'm like, no, I can post to Florida. And then by the time I did that, he's like, oh, somebody made me an offer. So I'm selling it. Yeah. Oh, man. And I could see that there was at least a thousand bucks in there. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty but it's, it's like It's like that, isn't it? You've, you've got you to pull a trigger. You don't have a lot, a lot of time, really, yeah. do you? Yeah. Because there's there's tons of people like us. Yeah. They're all sharks swimming around looking for that deal. And um, man, if you ask too many questions and stuff like that, then you just you don't want them googling. No, no I just wanted more photos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want a thirty-eight Archie comics with the tells of suspense <laughs> on top. Yeah. No, but it's good to see that you know if someone gets so many wins and finds the. The good stuff. It's good to see you cracking <laughs> you want, you want, I'll tell you more about my failures. <laughs> it makes me feel a little yeah. bit better. Okay, that's cool. Anything else? Any any updates from you? I could probably do some flip kings on some like video games that I've picked up at like crazy yeah. prices. Yeah. But again, like they're coming in lots, and it's like, what do you like? Just divide the increments over how many books? Well, like, yeah. I, I think the intention of this was to start with a single thing, yeah. And then if you end up buying a lot, then obviously you can scale like that. It just becomes a bit grey in how you measure it. It I does. Guess. I'm definitely in, like I've got Ben's curse of going like I know that I've got to like swing and hit with the first one because I mean like that could be that's the big one yeah twenty dollars gone and you're not making that money back and then what like yeah yeah. you could go down to seven and then you're like now what is that when I turn around go actually I bought that for me and it's actually going in my to sell pile yeah and then I just start again it's like how many times do you want to do that yeah yeah Yeah. I want a do over come on (laughs) it starts here again it doesn't count the, the nice thing about it on the group is, I mean, people don't necessarily announce what they've got, but there's progress. There's people who've got their first book, and I know, like, like Christine, for instance, she sold her first first lots already. Um, so it's great to see the momentum going. And I think as we all hit off the first base, right, mm. um, it'll probably motivate more people to join too. Because people, I think it's a little bit of a, we don't know how to do it yet, or something like that, but it's early days. Yeah. I think, speaking of, like, the time that we've got for Flip Kings, I think everyone, unless I'm the only one guilty of this, 
uh, goes, oh, well, we've got 12 months to do this. Like, yeah. This is, I can technically buy a book a day before, flip it and try and, you know, like, yeah. like that. But, but but you're not competing against it, right? No. It's like, you, you're just cheating yourself, really, if you do that, so. But I wonder, like, how intense it would be if instead of 12 months, we did 12-week one. Oh yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, how many how many stabbings there yeah. be in the group? Oh yeah, this is the longest antiques road trip ever, isn't it? <laughs> <Pretty> <laughs> We're much. just drawing it out over We're just American year. pickers. Yeah, that's it. Ah, uh, yeah. oh, cool man. So um, last week we spoke about, or last episode we obviously did a bit of an update on old Kevin Eastman. Um, so Ben, I don't know if you're across the Kevin Eastman signatures we're getting at the moment. So. Um, we sent off books from uh, Camilla, who did a cover for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 100. Yeah. Aussie-based, great artist. <clears throat> so he released it in Canberra, signed it, did a remark. Mm. I sorted it out to send it to uh, San Diego, to Kevin. Mm. He's going to do the same, send it back. Um, and this was all uh, all organized probably a month and a half before he announced it's coming to Australia. Yeah. Um, Would have been yeah. a lot easier just to get him to do it. And <laughs> timing, timing. But uh, it's not the end of the world. I think uh, being able to be in a position where you've got the Halo custom label with a deal signature um, is good. Uh, and I think I've actually Camilo, the guy who did the cover for it, uh, will be at the Gold Coast Supernova sitting next to him or literally down the, down the road for him. Yeah. So it's still a good opportunity for people to get it. Um, yeah. I have to say, I think that the label's my favorite part about the whole slab, including the book. Not, you know, definitely nothing to go against the artwork, but the effort that's gone into the label. It's, oh, of course. It's, it's, probably my favorite. it's amazing. So, um, but I'm one of the suckers that didn't jump on on board quick enough. Yeah, so yeah. Bank yeah. accounts just don't allow that sometimes. That's all right. That's all right. Um, I, I think Halo is enjoying it too because it creates a point of difference for them. Like, they know. All the all the American grading companies toe the line with how the labels look and the colors and, and what they put on it. Um, whereas with this, you you get something that's memento based on who created it or or the theme of the book or the artist or something like that. So so it's good for for us obviously because it's a great artist thing. But it's I think it's great for that that they're taking a chance with it with us with me. Yeah. Um, so it's good. Yeah. So the other artist that's going to be there, James O'Barr. Um, you watched the Crow movie at yes. least at least yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. How many times? Oh. I've, I've watched it about 10 times I find the whole thing a little yeah. morbid don't you of course you know like it's not it just the whole spoiler alert <laughs> <laughs> oh you mean yeah, where, 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 the, where he gets killed with his fiance yeah <laughs> <laughs> no just the whole the whole Brandon Lee thing you know what I mean oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. but do you know the life of James O'Bot do you know what led him to do the book oh no no one alright so he was he, he joined the Marines mm. in the 70s mm. um, and then he went for training in Germany yeah. and his fiance with him and while they were there his fiance got killed by a drunk driver <laughs> and he was emotionally destroyed like he actually got discharged and everything like that and um, when he moved back to America the first headline he saw was something was a couple killed in Detroit for a $25 engagement ring. It was yeah. like a fake ring the guy gave the girl as part yeah. of the party and everything. And they got killed. And that is that is kind of the inspiration. You know, his own his own sorrows and his own emotional turmoil created the character because he thought that he'd get vindication out of it. Mm. Um, but he actually said 10 years later, it made it worse because all he was doing is reminding himself of it and he, the violence that he was portraying was stuck in his head. Yeah. So, 
Oh, no, so it's a personal thing for him. It's not. It's not like turtles, right? No, no, it's not. <laughs> There's these turtles and they're ninjas and they're teenagers. No, this is something. That, but that's, I guess, you, as an artist or a director yeah. or a producer yeah. or whatever, you know, um, uh, you're leaving a certain amount of yourself in your work, aren't you? And it just sounds like he's he's put a big chunk of himself yeah. in his work. And he's never he's never or he's never like pursued other characters or other stories or anything. He's just like. Oh, I can put a pin in it. This is it. That was it for me. Oh. I think they announced he was against more movies because the second, third movies weren't that amazing. Mm. It, although I think it was because in the nineties, anything with metal mm. music in and over the top violence was cool. Mm. But <laughs> they but just thought was... that they could ride that Edward Furlong train, not yeah. knowing that that in that tunnel was a brick wall. <laughs> <laughs> so... Yeah, yeah, and um. Then the TV show, obviously, but but I think he's actually writing a script now for a reboot, but it's been like four years, so I don't know if it's going to happen. But it's at least him doing it, so, you know. But that's what I think of the 90s, you know, and I think of that sort of embodied 100%. movies in the yeah. 90s, you know. Do you remember Strange Days? Like, all yeah, those movies yeah, were yeah, like that. Yeah. They, they, had, they had that over-the-top mm. music soundtrack and they had over-the-top violence and... There was, you know, tits and ass everywhere. It was great. I loved it. The Spawn movie still has one of the best soundtracks. Yeah, yeah. We were listening to it last time when we were having to do this. Yeah, it's great. So I'm really looking forward to James O'Brien, man. Um, I've met him a few times. Um, I'm convincing Roger to buy some art of him because he never, he doesn't necessarily do commissions. Yeah. But he brings art portfolios and pre-done work because he does ink washes and stuff like that. And zipper tone, that sort of stuff. uh, So he'd bring that and he'd sell it. And he's one of the most humble guys. Great to talk to. And you can buy original art. So I've got a couple of his pieces and I'll tell you now, um, if I don't walk away from Supernova with at least two more. It's going to be a miracle. Yeah. When when's he coming? Like what? Um, what Mar- so it's March, end of March for March. Melbourne, and then a week after that, Gold Gold Coast. Are you going to both? Yeah. Yeah, I'll probably go. Are you both. coming to Sydney, yeah. Lily? No. 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 So no, normally, what happens? Yeah, I mean that's the problem. Like, I, look, they try to get people back, but yeah. with much with those Comic Con as well as Supernova, like they'll generally do two cities, yeah. and then the other two cities. Some they'll miss out with some. But you could be looking at you know, a year down the track before they do those other two cities yeah, two years yeah, down the track. Yeah. But it, I yeah, mean... It alternates. But it depends on what his timeline's like, but I mean, there's mm-hmm. nothing saying that he wouldn't. It's not that long ago that he was here. Yeah, he, did, he so, came here. He actually just did a comic shop visit at All Star Comics and he did a masterclass at the university. Yeah. So you could pay, I think it was $130 and spend eight hours with him where he talks through his process and how he does his work and stuff like that. That's pretty good. That is bloody amazing, man. Bloody amazing. Oh, for that much, you know, to access it, someone that could... Somebody that loved that. Yeah, and yeah. it's literally a masterclass, right? Because <laughs> the guy, the guy is just amazing at what he does and, and the way he delivers it. The, the artist I got to know as a result of him was Alexander Maliev because Alexander Maliev did the first female crow. Yep. And the artwork, I tell you, if I could buy that in A1 size mm. and just use it as wallpaper, I would. It is bloody amazing. Um, retain the feel of it, retain the look of it. So yeah, that's good. There, there, there's always that challenge with the crow, especially between the, the, the first appearance of Caliber Comics and then the first solo issue of the crow. It's not as Hulk 181, Hulk 180. No. <laughs> I mean, but, uh, I'm definitely a Caliber Comics' his first appearance. Caliber? Yeah. And I get that. But if you look at the the value online, they are on par. Oh, yeah. Because one, the Caliber Comics was a backup story, whereas The Crow was the first full story where he actually stole, told her 
the movie, basically. And, uh, yeah. So um, Neville's trying to suppress reflux. I am Rog popping a pop top. <laughs> yeah. So um, let's let's pause the talk about the crow just to discuss what we're drinking because. From episode one, we said we'd uh, talk about the beer. Um, we we have officially sold out. We're drinking Carlton United Brewery's Fat Yak. Mm. Um, it's probably going to be stale. I'm <laughs> oh, oh, <me. laughs> just thinking about it. Yeah, it's, yeah, uh, we're drinking a beer from Carlton United Brewery. Yeah. End of story. <laughs> uh, but I think Roger's winning because he's drinking Golden Circle Apple Splash. <laughs> I, I opted out. I had. Um, You're going to be a sugar high by the end exactly. of this, my friend. I had a. Uh, the Coles brand in my hand and I was like no one wants this so I went and I got the golden circle just because our friendship means that much so to yeah. us you have to see that you chose the high end of yeah, yeah exactly. it's the Beaujolais <laughs> there's at least 5% juice in that <laughs> so James O'Barr coming out um, March you said yep uh, yep um, what, what, so it's Supernova in Brisbane Melbourne Oh, no, it's Gold Coast. Gold Coast, sorry. Gold Coast and Melbourne. Oh, my bad. My so, bad. Um, he's doing those two stints with side by side with Kevin Eastman. Yeah. So, so it's good to have those two two creators side by side. So, I do say um, we'll be making an appearance. I'll probably pop down. Yeah. Melbourne. I don't think I'll yeah. get to Gold Coast, though. But, um, yeah. It'd be great. It'd, yeah. be, it'd be great to, you know, you can't pass up the opportunity to meet those guys. Um, yeah. I'm, I've obviously been hoarding all the Crow and Tino's Mutils comics I could find. Yeah. So I'll take them all along for signature, and I think um, yeah, you can imagine with, the person yeah. standing behind you, and you've got uh, this this well, fat dossier. I'm there for the long run. I'll scratch it. I've done that. Sydney, like I yeah. go, I go a few at a time. Yeah, yeah. Because I know that you know it's, they're there for eight hours. Yeah, they'll be bored by the end of the day. Mm. Oh no! Um, see, I did that. I hundred percent did that. Uh, anyone that knows me knows that I like uh, Ben Temple Smith. So you took every copy of it. I did, but I spoke to him beforehand. He was a really cool guy. Over just online communication, we've become friends. You know, yeah, you know, and started talking more and more. He's a Aussie. Uh-huh. Uh And yeah, he came down. I said, "Look, as you know, I've got pretty much every single issue you've done. I'd love to get them signed. How do we do this?" He goes, "Bring it all." He goes, "I'll sign I'll, it between other people." Yeah, probably. I'll sign it between other yeah. people. He goes. Give me it, you know, blah, blah, blah. Have you paced through them since then? Has he drawn, like, boobs and pubes on people? (laughs) Just lots of love hearts. Lots of love hearts. But, yeah, it got to that. So he just turned around and was just like, look, you know what? If you're all right standing to the side and letting people go past while I do this, it's cool. Yeah. Uh, And then we'll just have a chat while, you know. Did you ever watch 30 Days of Night? Yes. Yeah, so the comic that it's based on, he was the artist. So, um... With the signing, obviously, of your book, yeah, uh, value goes up. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And I, I imagine you you don't want anything too personalised. Well, well, that's hey, the thing. Uh, you know, thanks for your great time. You know, what? I've and, done both. Yeah. Because if I know that I'm never going to sell it, yeah. yeah, it's going to be part of my personal collection. Yeah. I'd be like, like my crow, the, the crow original art. It actually literally <coughs> says to Neville. My Matt Bruni. Yeah, that was to Neville. Yeah. Right? yeah. And and I'm happy with that because I know even if I sell it. Somebody would be like, it's still Crow original art. I'll just, yeah. I'll just go over what? it. Like, <laughs> 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 uh, but that was the same but, me. but for me, the intention is not to resell. And yeah. um, if, I'm, if I'm taking multiple copies, I might yeah. have one to Neville and the rest to... Um, I remember I went to the guy who created the tick and I'm like, can you sign it? He's like, 
should I make it out to somebody? I'm like, no, nah, just sign it. He's like, oh, you're going to flip it? Yeah. I'm like, no, I still have it. <laughs> to prove a point. But, but that's, that's kind of what it's like though, isn't it? Because it's the difference between a personal moment and exchange between someone yeah. you, you idolize or you yeah. admire yeah. Uh, to a business deal, isn't it? 100%. You know, 100%. So. And the aftermarket value of that when it's certified, obviously increases exponentially depending on who the artist is. What if they draw They're, a dick on the front cover and then they signed it? I'd be honest. I'd be honest. My Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 100, yeah. that's on its way to Kevin Eastman. Yeah. Camilla, I love you to bits, he drew a dick on, on Michelangelo. Because <laughs> that's what I do. I asked him, I'm like, dude, um, there's 30, mine's number 13, mm. just draw a little penis. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I love? Is so. if yours came back with no signature or remark from Eastman because he goes disrespectful. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm sorry, you made it, right? Yeah, we'll be fine. I'm sorry, he'll do it. PG. Uh, he PG will. If anything, he'll add dicks to the Yeah, yeah. he <laughs> brought pubes over there. He didn't know if you could tell the difference, so each of these dicks are colour coded. <laughs> uh, no, 100% the same. Uh, when I met James as well, the original art I got from him, you know, he personalised it to me, and I just knew, I was like, Never gonna this sell is, that. This is mine. Like, yeah, this is yeah. never gonna sell this. Yeah. And even if I did, as bad yeah. as it sounds, I could literally just guillotine across the top yeah. where it has <laughs> right. I've had, I've had um, Tom Taylor sign sex criminals. He didn't work on it. Yeah. Was that the sex criminals? Yeah. I he gave. gave it to me. So Mike brought it all the way to the city for me because I was, I was missing number one. Yeah. <laughs> and we were in the queue to get him to Tom Taylor to sign Iron Man, I think. Mm. Because uh, he did Iron Man series for Marvel. And while we were there, I was holding Iron Man and Sex Criminals. I'm like, sign both. <laughs> you should get that slapped. <laughs> I just want to see it says, like, signed by Tom Taylor. Because next to it, in, like, the credits section, Tom Taylor's name is not listed at all. Uh, speaking uh, of slabbing, it's a sort of segue into our next Yeah, question. exactly. I, I think it's a good one. Um, so we got one of the questions on Greylancers about slab versus raw and preference. Um, my personal opinion because I know everybody's got a fucking opinion on this is I will never ever slab a comic that is just a $5 comic if the comic's worth less than the cost of slab yeah there's no there's no reason to do it right and usually the turnaround time whether you go America or you come here or you do it here you get express which is two or three weeks and you get normal turnaround time about 12 weeks and every time I send 10 books off at a time to get slabbed, I'm like, I could probably die by the time these come back. Mm-hmm. I know it's morbid, but it's true. How much? Sometimes How much does it cost? Um, between, if you do it bundled, sometimes 50 bucks a book. Yeah. And internationally, the shipping costs more than the actual grading. Yeah. yeah. Because you have to pay shipping insurance. And then you're likely that the customs are like, why is this insured for $1,000? We're going to charge you tax. I'm like, it's my comic. Yeah. I'm not paying tax on the comic. And that, so... They declare the value of the service rather than the value of the product, <laughs> but the insurance is the value of the product. Yeah. And not only that, but with all the news that's been happening with the comic books lately, they're probably going to crack your slabs, peel your book yeah. apart. Did you hear about this? <laughs> we we can do an episode on this. There was a, there in from Queensland to America, there was a slab, a comic inside the slab with cocaine in the comic. Oh, really? And yeah. you know what? I'm pretty so sure now they're probably also. <laughs> yes. I'm pretty oh, sure it was an issue of Tom Taylor's Injustice too. No, was I'm it? I'm pretty sure it was. Oh, that'd be awesome. Oh, yeah. Not awesome, I mean. But so like they literally <laughs> split the cover apart and put the coke inside the cover. Wow. Yeah. So 
Neville will go beats, again. Um, so talking about, talking about value going up. <laughs> talking about value going up. Yeah. That will probably bring the value up. About yeah. 30k of cocaine. <laughs> I, want to see, I want to see the GPA go up. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, that's that's what's going to happen. Yeah. It's going to be you. You're going to get like a book done by CGC. Oh, yeah, They're yeah. going to crack it. They're so, going to tear the book. So open. how many how many um, uh, companies do this? This there's three in America. They they, they do they so do. They do they do action figures, they do boxed yeah. sets, yeah. they do everything basically. Yeah. Yeah. And nothing available in Australia. Uh, they don't do any of the services in Australia, they ship to Australia. Yeah. PGX, they've been very dodgy because despite the fact that their products are right, um, this, the quality of their grading is questionable. So right. they might make it four or five or a four or three. And when you submit it to them, you'll never know if you're going to get the five or the three or the four. Yeah. Uh, so, so the people who are doing the actual grading, that value of the services is questionable it's happened to where books have been swapped so you send a book and they put another one in and send it back to you and shit like that that's uh, they, they've lost a really they've yeah. lost a lot of lot of uh, ground there and then Australia obviously has got Halo which is technically the third biggest now yeah so all that Americans thought they know about yeah yeah it's a local market thing uh, having said that um there is a, a, a set of criteria, obviously, to grade. Otherwise, if there wasn't a standard to grade against... Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Do you know, there are, it, literally, the people who look after the grading are are knowledgeable to the point where they could be called historians. Yeah. It's a grading chart of defects that mm-hmm. start with one defect up to 60 defects. Yeah. And a combination of them. So, so it's not the more defects you have, the less the grade is. Hmm. It's the more of which defects because there's a number of types of defects hmm. and you can have one of each or 10 of those and none of those. Hmm. And the combination of those impact the outcome. Um, like when we're in an evil empire and I'm looking at the staples and the staples are smaller than the holes. Right? Yeah. I'm like, it's obvious the book's been restapled. So yeah. the fact that the staples are not the original ones will affect the value of the book. And oh. this is, a, I'm talking about 1959, 1960 Iron Man, right? Yeah. I guess when you look at all that, um, every little, little minute detail is still a step between it being perfect and it not. Oh, 100%. You know, so, because you look, I know I'm probably more familiar with like figures and stuff. So, yeah. a carded figure with no bubble wear, it's um, unpunched. Meaning it's still, yeah. it never yeah. even went on the shelf in the first place. Yeah. You know? So you mean the little hole that you hang from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The little hole yeah. you hang from. That, yeah. that little um, that little piece of so hard it's not circumcised. Yes, exactly right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, I've been punched. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, the cardboard it's, it's, anymore, boys. It's a cardboard. It still has the cardboard's got its foreskin, yeah. It's yeah. worth more. Yes, yeah. yeah. We should make that term loosely available to the community. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Has your has your comic has your action figure got its foreskin? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> has your action figure been circumcised? Yeah. Well, so so you're left with this choice. We're getting back to the question. Like, okay, so you've got something which, because it's gone through this standardized process, therefore it has a very a predictable value. Yeah, right. Percent. As opposed to raw, which you're you're going to be looking at this stuff and. It's a degree of speculation. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. With yeah. raw, it represents. It looks great. It could be beautiful. Yeah. But a page could be torn out on the inside, and you mm. wouldn't know. Mm. Especially when you buy it online. So yeah. for me, motivation, personal motivation for slabbing would be assurance around the completeness of the book and the quality of the book. Right. I just think that. But, you know, but when I'm yeah. buying, when yeah. I'm buying, if I'm buying a, a book under fifty bucks, I'm not going to buy a slab book. If I'm buying a book 
over 50 bucks to 100 depending on what the value is maybe but high grade books i i'll never risk and i have made that mistake before i'll never risk buying a high grade book assuming that it's complete yep. and everything's there even meaning, with tears. meaning that you'll never physically lay your hands on it so true true that's the drawback but yeah. then who, who goes back to read the comic <laughs> anyway oh <laughs> uh, well look that's yeah I, because you can read it online yeah on we've spoken a lot about that about the having you know yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. you don't necessarily need to flip your fingers through that paper that to have the have. Yeah, yeah. We, I showed um, Rog some of my comics last night, right? Yeah. And it brings me as much joy to hold my first experience of Thor in the slab yeah. as it would have been to have it to page through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could still get drunk and break it out, but I yeah. won't. Yes. <laughs> because yeah. for me, it's also, especially all this stuff, I don't mind the grade being low because it's mm. a preservation thing. Yeah. Uh, for me, grading it and putting it in the... the capsule and sealing it off so there's no air coming in there's no moisture in there, there's no anything assures me that the life will be 20 years longer and than a raw copy you're basically protecting it from poachers as well yeah and that's unheard of from a south african so yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. just like it you can't and it slope your line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah and and for me poachers actually imply the fact that people take your photos and sell it to other people so i've had my serial numbers on my comics I can see the photos. It might not be my photos. It might be the previous owner's photos. And I can see the serial number on sale. And I'm like, it's my fucking comic. It's happened twice to me. Raw versus slab, obviously, it's a personal preference. You yeah. Know, like a lot of people are anti-slab. And I get it. Like, if you if you want to be able to fit your entire run from 101 to 150 in a box and put the lid on, and every now and then you want to open it up and smell the pages and read it, fine. Like, I'd rather make sure that prolong the life of it as long as possible. Yeah. Make sure it's contained in the same condition as much as possible. Because that slab is protection. You won't get corner necks. You won't get, like, oxidization. You won't get bleaching. And in this, Everything just in looks this day and age, you can buy a trade that's had that reprinted. If you really want to read, you know, Amazing Spider-Man 33, you know, you can open up, buy, like, one of the collections that has that book in it. Yeah. Read it on nice paper, you know, yeah. like where they've done that. You can get the story, like yeah. it's available. Yeah. But the, so, at the context of this question was, what, what was it to do with purchasing, selling, or owning? Uh, it was both. It, yeah. the, the question was like for the reasons of, the, I think the question was framed towards the reason of selling. Yeah. And I would say you will always get your money back if you, if you grade it. But yeah. only if the grading is worth less than the value yeah. of the book. See, uh, again, not knowing a lot about this, but I would suspect that that the the applicationist philosophy really depends on the circumstance. Yeah. Because I'll be thinking that if I'm buying a raw book, you know, there's more chances come from the wilderness where no one's yeah. known about it. Yeah. You know, and yeah. like you. Uh, uh, the fabled little old lady that's been sitting on a collection doesn't know what they're worth. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She's not going to go up and slap Oh, I get that. But you're going to get the the, the bargain there. <coughs> yeah. But you, it's high risk. Risk reward. Oh, tell me you're not going to... What, what I'm going to take the risk. You're one eight one for five bucks or whatever. <laughs> I'm going to take the risk. I'm going to take the risk. Can I get this? I've got probably at least 100 <laughs> risks right in front of you. Yeah. But I'm, I'm going to take the risk. It's a no-brainer. Yeah. But if somebody specifically, even if she's an old lady and says... Hulk one at one with stamp intact. Yeah. I know she's bullshitting. Yes. She knows what she's got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So for me, I think the saving thing is to, for me preservation, prolonging the life of the book, and increasing the value of your sell. because yeah. it gives the buyer assurance that you, they can even take yeah. the serial number and say what is defects because 
every book's got grader notes yeah. and the grader notes will tell you corner bends or color breaks or nicks or staple moves or whatever and and that's what you want because it's a third party telling you the quality of the book now going back to your previous question on signatures and signing increasing value if you have a signing or a signature on a book that's authenticated they give you a different label yeah. so, so you have your label to say this book is a seven that's good mm-hmm. but if it's signed by a person they give you a different label and say it's a seven and signed and certified so you know this the, the signature is not fake and yeah. that's why Roger's a fucking specialist in this because <laughs> he's got books with 15 signatures and they're all on that label yeah. Yeah. so you, you know that, that just shows you that one day when you want to sell that oh, man, it's yeah. The sum of signatures plus value of book that you yeah. sell. The provenance is there, as yeah. they say in the yeah. antique world, you know. And so for me, I, how many your comic count? Do you have more slabs than rows or rows? I also slabs? have more rows than slabs, but I percentage 50, 50, 60, 40? I'd say 60, 40. 60, 40. 40. But, um, yeah. yeah, I just want to slab the you know the ones that. For me, it's personal. Yeah. And obviously, some understand. key issues. Like, you know, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to slap that for yeah. sure. Yeah. Whereas I'd rather buy raw, check it out myself. Like, look, the, you know, it's got the stamps in it. It's got mm. all that sort of stuff. Send but it But you will do that in person, not online. You won't buy raw online and then check for a stamp. Nah. I'll buy in person and do that. But then at the same time, like, what's really good about Halo and what Grant does is... And look, maybe other graders do it. I don't know because I've not personally yeah. done it. I do own other slabs from other companies. But Grant will come back to you saying, oh, look, you know, this issue will come back at this. If you let me press it for X amount, it will come yeah. up at this. And you know. And then that way, like, for instance, yeah. if that grade's not to yeah. your liking, and you go, oh, you can go, like, oh, actually, no, nah, like, don't worry about yeah. slabbing that yeah. one. And it's he, good. He started with me where I've sent him books, and he told me, oh, look, I found glue. So it's restored. Do you yeah. want the restored label? Restored label impacts the value. Yeah, it, it means that there's been interference to the quality of the book. And he's like, "Do you want to do? You, do you still want grade?" I'm like, "Nah, it's all right." And he sends it back to me. No charge. He just does the assessment, sends it back. Is no. this Grant? So he's a one man show. Is it? Is in your? Oh, he's got guys. He's got guys who do the slabbing and molds and packaging and stuff for him. But but the he assessment runs. himself. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, runs. yeah, yeah. So Grant, he's um. He's an advisor to Overstreet Guide, and mm-hmm. Overstreet Guide is the governance around value for comics internationally. Yep. It is the board who take it, it looks like a phone book. They've got every comic ever in there, mm-hmm. and it, it gives determines the value. And it's obviously a point in time because it publishes in June. Mm-hmm. So by July, it's out of date. But um, it's only a number of people who are kind of certified and educated to the point where they understand the grades yep. and the impact of defects. And a lot of people think, you know, like I think I know. I've been in comics for 30 years, but I'll, I'll be right or wrong with a tolerance of 15%. Yeah. yeah. But these guys, they test each other and they keep each other honest. Like that issue you have with the comic that's got two covers on my hand. Ridiculous is that? that Amazing. Must, <laughs> that must affect it and really send the uh, oh, value straight it's, it's, down. It must be worthless. <laughs> it must be worthless. <laughs> I'm actually posting that on Tuesday for uh, two for Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. I got uh, Vampirilla double cover yeah, with so Panther. Nice. Amazing. If you want, I'll buy it up in for 15. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, 15. it's not worth it. Yeah. Just one of the covers. So Obviously, broken. <laughs> I'll give you the outer cover for 15. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, same with Raw. And, and, and for me, I, I'll always motivate my opinion, but I do understand that there are people there are people in the group who own thousands of comics and not one slab. I was there three years ago. Three years ago, I didn't own one, now I've got hundreds. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's emotive. 
in deciding because you want to be able to read it, you remember reading it, you you maybe want to take it for a signature one day, all those things you can do because it's readily available to you. But I I will just always caution that don't just slag for the sake of it because the books might not be worth it and you'll you'll end up with sunken costs that you can't get a return on. Yeah. Um, but second to that, the the fact that people tend to buy slabs that are overvalued because it's slab. They'll buy that ten dollar book in their underbelly. Slab, yeah. just because it's sad, they're like, oh, it must be worth something. And that's what it's it great. It's, it's, is it something I don't know about? It's a graded figure that's still on its card back, so it's a case in a case. It's mm. like it's so far away from someone ripping it out. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, and I love those cases. We saw them at All Star Comics today. Yeah, they they had um, the Star Wars, some of the original Star Wars one, and it went from six hundred to a thousand two hundred. And it is it the. Where the comics encapsulated, but you can almost you can it feels like you touched it because it's so so yeah. close to the book that the action figures are elevated yeah. because they don't want to damage the package, you know. So so it's just they frame the cardboard, but the pack you can actually still tilt it and it will fall. Yes. <laughs> so you know you're never really going to get close to it. No, no, yeah. yeah. There's a degree of separation there. Isn't yeah. There? Yeah. So with that, there's no right or wrong. I mean, there's going to be people like you said, you like. I definitely think I think it's based on your intention. If you're gonna collect until you die and never sell, you can't go wrong. You yeah. can pick one and go with it. Yeah, you, buy it. you look at circumstances, like I've got I've got kids, you know, I've got young kids as well. I've got kids, I've got a couple of young kids. I would slab everything in my house if I could. <laughs> just to keep their <laughs> the fruit bowls. <laughs> like I don't even have kids and I'm sitting on my deck and there's like Four finger marks about this big, <laughs> yes. and it's like a smear across the pillow. I'm like, oh, it's yeah. not my dogs. <laughs> I'm sorry, it was one time. <laughs> my, it's hard to differentiate between yeah, Mike's fingerprints and everything, and my, yeah. my six year old yeah. kids. It's just it, on yeah. If we could start, start changing his diapers, <laughs> we won't differentiate. Yeah. Yeah. They couldn't tell the difference between me yeah. and you. When you, you hear from your wife, never finished. Mike's waiting there for you to wipe his ass. <laughs> He's finally told me that, you know, like I get a treat if I do 10 number twos on my own. He takes me to McDonald's for breakfast. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, next question. Which of the characters were ruined by bad movies? <laughs> and, and you go back to when cinema into the experimental phase, right? Yeah. yeah. Ghost also, Rider, Catwoman. Yeah. There were really movies, but I fucking love Nick Hook's cage. I still love him. Oh, I, haven't yeah. watched, I haven't watched his last 20 movies. Oh, no, yeah. you have to watch but, Primal. Do Primal. <laughs> but no, remember this question, though. To elaborate on this question, they said, who was destroyed or who was tarnished by not poor quality, but overexposure? So like who? Overexposure is a different thing, yeah. But uh, Harlequin. <laughs> I'm done. Well, that's it. I mean, like, who... Do Deadpool. we think we've seen too much of, or who do you think that we need at least a break from? You know, like, who's suffering fatigue? I think for a while we had Blade was a huge thing. Like, we'll get in movies. Well, no, the first one came out. We had a bit of a break. Second, second one came one. out. Then we had a fair bit of a break between two and uh, three. Yes, yeah, nice. Yeah. But, yeah. But yeah. three But also the 90s. Oh, the 90s I, hate, I hated three. The so 90s ended, right? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. could, he, do, don't you tell, could do the 90s three times in a yeah. row. Yeah. Don't tell Snipes that. He's yeah. still living there. Yeah. But it's one of those things that, like, yeah. supposedly people wanted a third Blade movie, right? 
but look where that got us. They, they didn't afford the tickets, obviously. Well, <laughs> well the, the movie was the terrible. Day, actually, funniest meme I've seen in a while. There's a guy with a carton. And it says, do not open with blade. And there's a guy who's opening with a CD. Hilarious. Rifting on that a little bit, I, I'm on eBay buying a lot of video games and I've been buying some Famicom, the Japanese games. Yeah. Well, there's a NES game called Power Blade, right? Like, so it's a guy that walks around with a boomerang, futuristic, blah, 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 blah. On eBay, there was a Power Blade game for Famicom. It's got a black and white label printed on it. And it's literally the DVD cover of Blade Trinity. It's got Snipes, <laughs> Reynolds, and Jessica Biel on it. Yeah. And it just says Power Blade in the Blade font. Hang on, like, I think they missed yeah, the point yeah, yeah, in this yeah, one yeah. a little bit. All right, so to close, best worst movie. Best worst movie. Your favourite favorite bad comic oh, movie. Jeez, I'm going to have to think about this for a bit. So All right, do you want to go? Favorite, I, your favourite bad... Even if you got to like it... <laughs> I'm, I'm like twisting it. this question, yeah. you got to like it, but it's got to be terrible. Alright, this is a dead serious thing. I wasn't even that disappointed <coughs> in it. Uh, Josh Trank's Fantastic Four. Oh my god, dude. You really? know what? Based on the You're Fantastic... You're the person who watched it. But uh, you know what? I also like the Green Lantern movie, based, oh god, but, not yeah. on, like, mm. but not with like Parallax and that. That was yeah. ruined, like that bit. But the rest of that, I was like, yeah, I'll take that. Um... But yeah, I'd say Fantastic Four. I think that the one that came out more recently, like 2014 or whatever it was yeah, that yeah. it came out, was better than the Jessica Alba, Chris Evans bullshit that came before it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But... But you did get to see Jessica Alba in a skin-tight suit. Look, we did, so like that was a benefit. <laughs> but that was probably... On his TV. <laughs> if you put his TV off, it's got those shadows. It's got the screen burn. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That and also the DVD screensaver thing where like the DVD logo yes, turns around yeah. from that. But uh, yeah, I would say probably, yeah, Trank's uh, Fantastic uh, Four. I don't uh, mind watching it. Uh, my best worst movie, probably the budget of a sh- shoestring. That's like probably like 10,000 budget was Tangle. I've probably watched that movie 20 oh. times. She's soundtrack, soundtrack, everything about the movie was amazing. <laughs> oh, to, to translate he said tank girl tank, oh, tank girl, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you said tangled I mean he's really into Disney you like really love the soundtrack tank girl I actually thought as first he said girl. rancor I was like no that's on Star Wars and <laughs> and in the same same breath I would say Electro would be second tank oh. girl I look Good. Actually, can I change Good. mine and say Daredevil? The, well, Ben Affleck Daredevil. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I forgive you. I forgive you. I mean, you said Electra. It's pretty much the same yeah, thing without Ben Affleck. I, I was so excited watching those, man. I loved it. And then yeah. I come out and everybody hates it. I'm like, what's wrong with you people? <laughs> That's well, it's the children that are wrong. <laughs> did you see this? Did you see her outfit? <laughs> Remember the, um, the, the spate of Hulk movies that we were assaulted yes. with? And it was... Which, which one? I can't Eric remember. Bader, Eric, Eric Norton. Norton. Oh, Eric Norton. Edward Norton that did yeah. the um, Ang Lee once. Yes. Um, yes. And all I could see is because they based all of that that um, CG stuff on um, body captures from Ang Lee, I think. Oh, you yes. Know what I mean? So right. all I could see was this little frustrated Asian man doing these really... <laughs> you know, did you know this going in? Did you know this going in? Did you know about this going into the movie? No, oh, no, 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 no. afterwards. afterwards. Okay. Because yeah. I was <laughs> going in there watching this. Yes. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, and I think they showed the making of, and then 
It's like as soon as you see it, you go, I can't unsee that shit now. I can't see this, this little Asian guy going nuts with a black suit with balls all over him, you know? What about you, Roger? I've got... Um, yeah, so yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, Green Lantern, for me, was alright. I only like it because Ryan Reynolds was in it. Yeah, but, when I was but did you know the Green Lantern story well enough to be disappointed at how no, bad it was? I was actually disappointed at the CGI, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was I bad. was just watching that, and I'm like, dude. Man, yeah, he had a Lantern race car on the loop. Do you remember Green Lantern was the one movie from DC where the trailer came out about 18 months mm. before yeah. the movie? And you're like, this is going to be epic. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's what I thought. I thought <laughs> they're taking good. so long to do the special effects, and you watch it, yeah. and it's like and Nickelodeon. I'm like, watching Baby Shark. Sorry. But, but he makes a good Hal Jordan. Yeah, that's well, that's it. Oh, look, he could have made a good Hal Jordan, but the movie was so shit that he didn't do it. Yeah. And he shot himself. And that, like, parallax <laughs> thing that he that was... Deadpool where he, he kills him, where he's like, oh, I'm going to do Green Lantern. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Special, yeah. And where he, like, pulls out that card, go, look, that's the Green Lantern-looking thing. Yeah. 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 And imagine, this is what... This is what could have been. Like, if DC executed well and Warner Brothers executed well, Deadpool would never have existed. That killer one. Think about it. We would have been on our third Green Lantern movie yeah. with, with yeah. him. Well, we're getting the Green Lantern's movie no, soon enough. That, that, that will die. Yeah. I but can't, don't you think a huge part of it, because it's very much there in, like, uh, the, the four movies, right? Very much there in Deadpool. Yeah. Is that that um, a very adult flavour of... of, of comedy you know um it's it's uh and there's a lot of levity like i said before it's not taking anything yeah. too seriously yeah. like we're talking about fucking superheroes here yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? like yeah how serious do you want to make yeah. it i mean watching the joker made me feel like i was watching some sort of a textbook into yeah to psychiatric conditions <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. so yeah i think that no that's, true that's true. the yeah. trouble that we have like is that the hill that you want to die on that some of these movies how easy they could crash and burn based on... Like, they're trying to be edgy, right? They're trying to get adults watching superhero movies when a lot of, like, the demographic would be, like, going, like, skin tights, blah, blah, blah. Like, that's <laughs> lame, blah, blah, blah. So they go, like, we'll show something edgy. Was it, Here's an R-rated was it Scorsese? Movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Scorsese. Yeah. T- He's not a fan. So they turn around and go, like, all right, how do we do a superhero movie that can draw in people? Let's do Deadpool, R-rating. Let's yeah. make it... He, he will 100% say things that... No one should get away with saying. Yeah. But but I mean, he could have lost that. He could have went too yeah. far and it would have been gone. Yeah. Like, it was... Everything. And you know what? It, there was critics before the movie came out, like, despite the fact that with Joker especially, there were people saying it's amazing, but there were people like, are oh, you making light of mental yeah. health and shit like that? I'm like, do you know what? you got to ask these questions. It's a fucking movie. Mm. We don't want to be safe. We don't all want to watch fucking Brotherhood of the Travelling... Mm. Mankinis. Brotherhood of the Travelling Mankinis. That's the episode name right there. Brotherhood of the Travelling Mankinis. That's it. Guys. No, that's it though. I think we're done because Ben's going to be grounded if he does go. I've got one more question for Roger. Can you please elaborate on your love affair with Archer and what you've done to our co-podcaster to my left? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, this will happen. Like <laughs> this is a good story. It's the first time to go to uh, Comic Con. Okay. Let, let's let's before before you go. But can you also let, say let's how describe much you your physique? Your, your biceps the size of my waist. <laughs> <laughs> You're a big man, right? Okay, keep going. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Like I said first time we went to Comic Con. San Diego. Yeah, San Diego. Sorry, and um, 
I contacted um, the art journal booth. I said, look, I've got so many books I want to get signed. And they're like, how many? I've got like 50. And they're like, oh, we'll probably have to do it for private signing. I'm like, oh, scrap that. So anyways, I brought in like half. And I rocked up there and uh, the guy who was managing the booth he was having troubles um, managing, managing the, the line. And he was like, you know, just saying, if anyone want to help. And I'm like, you know what? I'll help out. <laughs> and then, so here I am managing the line. And then uh, Mike comes in. <laughs> so, Mike, so, so that morning we had breakfast together. <laughs> yeah. So Mike Speakman comes here into the line yeah. where he's like, like Yeah. So we, well, we became friends the night before. Yeah, yeah. Then Mike Speakman comes in and I didn't realize there was like a lineup already. And he's like, oh, hey, man, you know. I couldn't see the line because they can't to, for safety reasons they can't have it in exactly. the aisles yeah, they've got so to put the, it the the line detached from the place so if oh, you yeah. come from another angle it looks like there's no line <laughs> yeah <laughs> he, he, he comes in you know everything ready to sign okay sorry man you gotta go back to the line over <laughs> there and the look on his face is like oh okay <laughs> he, thought, he thought he thought Roger was joking because there's no line okay. <laughs> <laughs> Roger's just bumping like, what's <laughs> worse what's worse though is like so like my first couple of jobs was working in the music industry I've never been told go to the back of the line right like ever and so I'm like oh hey how you going like shake hands with security guards go right through and that's it right like like oh what he goes back in the line. I'm like, I've never heard that before. <laughs> what is this? Like, you ruined yeah. my childhood. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I went in there. They go, yeah, there's like, and you're getting all these like scornful looks by every person that you walk past. Because like, they like you were taking a chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They like, laid, like, like around the corner, like, yeah, who the yeah. fuck's cutting? These guys have been in line for like six six a.m. I rock oh. up at eleven, like, just going like, hello, guys, like. I walk up, shake hands with Rod, you know, give him a hug. Hey, man, like, and go to, like, get shit so signed. Do, do your brother, do your brother fucking have I just imagined, like, what they would have been like. Like, I, I, I'm surprised I didn't feel lasers on the yeah, back of my yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm walking back and all of them are going, like, yeah, this is the line. I'm like, all right, guys, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't see it, like, 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 in San Diego, when you're in that environment where there's thousands upon thousands of thousands of people, mm. right? When you actually get to the queue, people are already angry. They're yeah. already fucking angry because they like, who's trying to do fucking what? Because sometimes those guys are only there for an hour a day. Mm. Yeah. And if you're 16th in the queue, you miss out. If you're yeah. 15th, you're the last guy. But you're going to queue anyway in case. So they see this fucking guy hanging out with a bouncer. <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm like right next to Archer. And, then he comes <laughs> and he's like, Sorry, bro. Yeah, back of the line. And I've never felt so defeated, right? And I'm walking past, like, and I should have been, like, each person going, like, sorry, yeah. sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. All right, sorry. but what did you get for your troubles? By by staying honest and not letting your friends cut the line. One less friend. Okay, so I, <laughs> <laughs> I got a, an Archer, like, frame yeah. uh, signed by him, and also got a, um, an exclusive variant, like, Arjun Collector's variant, like the, yeah. the Vampirella foiled one. Yes. And then also got, or gained access to get a commission done by him. Yeah. So it was all pretty sweet. And his commission, if we talk about hot artists, this guy is the, he's the Mick Jagger of 1981. <laughs> <laughs> Much younger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He also doesn't wear silk. He shouldn't. Yeah. Arjun wears silk. <laughs> 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 all right. I think that's it. Anything yeah. else? Anything else? Oh, good. Nothing. It's been fun. As always. I'm going to take a piss. Yeah. <laughs> Please leave that in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> the other one was like, I'm full of cake. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Talk to you next time. Later, guys.
stop if you've made it this far into the episode we'd really appreciate your feedback whether it's on spotify podbean or apple itunes spotify whatever they fucking call it just hit subscribe like and share and give us any feedback you want we'll really really appreciate it we're here to entertain but we're also here to learn and we can only learn if we listen to you thanks a lot